This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show, and you definitely got tickets. And drinks. Now hurry and make it back to your spot. Pass this person and that person about 20 more. Ooh, watch out for feet. Hey. Just keep going. A little further. Oh, there's your friend. Over here. Right where you want to be. Close enough to see the set list. And they're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. This is Lester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Afternoon, fellow England fans. How the devil are we? Nervous yet? 
tense, nervous headache. I tell you what, it's the Germans. Bring them on. Uh, kicking off in, oh, just under three hours-ish. Um, we should all start getting excited. Get the beers in. Get the pizza on order. You might want to get two pizzas on order, just in case it goes to penalties. Unbelievable, Jeff! <laughs> it might do. It might do. Now, you know, a bit of difference is a Leicester War show with a little bit of an England twist here because we're coming up to a, a huge game and there are... Well, the problem is, I think, if you've got a manager of your club and he's not very popular, we've had 12, we've been there, uh, you get 50-odd thousand fans go, we want him out. England manager, you've got... Well, you multiply that by 92 and it's a hell of a job. But what kind of job is Southgate doing? Good, bad, ugly. We're going to get a couple of people on in a minute. One that says he's doing an okay job and maybe he should stick with us. And one who mm, isn't as happy. We'll be in the men's straight after Let's that. battle commence. It's the Leicester War Show. On Leicester till I die TV. But who will win? Join in now. Who will win indeed? We are on YouTube at Leicester Till I Die TV. Please press my buttons, whichever one you want. We are grateful. I'd just like my buttons to be pressed. Facebook, Leicester Till I Die, the group, and Twitter at Leicester TID. Going to bring this gentleman in. Please, please, please be sympathetic with him because he is an Arsenal fan. So he's actually, you know, <laughs> he's, well, you know, you've got to have sympathy with these Fans of smaller clubs, haven't you? You know, when when they struggle. Stephen, good evening. How the devil are you, sir? Yeah, great. <laughs> I love the introduction of that one. <laughs> you, you come on. You weren't expecting anything, uh, anything less, were you? Not by you at all. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad I didn't disappoint, Stephen. All your details are in the um, in the description below. But I know you do a do do a hell of a lot of charity work for um, children's liver um, problems and charities. Give us a quick uh, talk about about it and and how people can support it. Uh, so basically, the channel that we do um, now it's all monetized and everything is. The money that's raised from the cha uh, charity uh, channel goes to Children's Disease Foundation. They support research, uh, respite for families, uh, and everything on top uh, towards towards liver disease. So, um, yeah, if you want to um, support and donate, either watch the streams, either uh, put a super chat donation in. Or do it via the Just Giving page. It's even better because it all goes directly to the charity. Or uh, become a member because so, we set up the yep. membership scheme as well. So. Really? Guys, go and support Stephen. All his details are below in YouTube on the YouTube uh, description. So give him a support. And Brad's thinking like, how do I follow that? <laughs> Come in, Brad. Good evening. Uh, good evening. I do it all the time. Good afternoon, Brad. Follow that. <laughs> Good evening, good afternoon, and uh, hold my beer because England have got to match up to yesterday's performances by Croatia and Spain and Switzerland and France. That was yeah. some impressive football that's got to be followed today. I can't top Steve's introduction to the show. All I can say is, while, while you're checking out his channel, just make sure before you leave this one, you hit the subscribe button 
and stick around yeah. long enough to uh, to help us eat our channels so we can start getting monetized and, and start bringing you even better mm. quality content here yeah. at Leicester Side on TV. We are we are thirty hours off hitting our our target for uh, hours watched, and um, it's a bit like it's a bit like watching Leicester Arsenal. It seems cruciatingly slow, but <laughs> hopefully we get a, get a result at the end. Pete, I would good just put good. Arsenal and just, just put Arsenal there. That, that, that's 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 how it is. Well, to be honest with you, I could have just as much fun with a Tottenham fan, couldn't I? Let's be honest with you. Yeah, you got a point. You know, I mean, be honest. Let's be honest. We, you know, we've waited like you know a couple of hundred years to get to this point, guy. Don't, don't, don't spoil it for us, Peter. Good evening. Good afternoon. Good morning. Let's go to them all. Um, you can see which side of the fence you're on. To negative, Melina. Hello. Good evening. Good afternoon. I come doing. I'll just if I say good evening, you know, I mean good afternoon. It's force of habit. Hello. Thanks for joining us, uh, Doug. How the devil are you, sir? Uh, uh, he did type that before I brought you in, Brad. So he wasn't leaving you out. So uh, don't no, worry. He, didn't and, like he doesn't like me. He didn't bring me in. That's the out. And and Melina, yeah. I mean, she just shows how good women are. You see, I mean, she's in Canada. That's too negative. Trust me, you ain't met me yet. Jesus. It's probably about five o'clock in the morning over in Canada. She still manages to get it right with good afternoon. But nice to have you along, Melina. Hey, look, Southgate. Big game coming up this afternoon. Um, there are there are rumours and murmurings that he's probably not the most popular England manager uh, that we've ever had. Um, Stephen, you're used to unpopular managers. Sorry, and I'm not having a dig there, but but you are. But you don't think he's the man? To, I mean, we're obviously not going to get rid of him, and we're not saying we should sack him now in the middle of the tournament. That you know mm. would be silly, but. There's rumours that he's going to be signing a new extended contract, but you don't think he's the man to take us forward? Not not for me. Mm. No. And the reasons being is that um amount of times in the games we don't look uh we we've not really dominated games like in group stages. If you look at the group stage, we've not dominated games. Um we've been very uh lackluster at times. Um, when we've got the opportunity to, and it's like we're saying, uh, uh, what I'd love to see is what he does today. Has he got the balls to drop Kane and play counter attacking football? I don't think he has, mm. I don't think he has at all. And that's gonna, I, I, I've already said, if we play Kane today against Germany, we're not gonna win this game, we're not gonna win it because I've got we to don't. Be I would agree with you there. I think that I think the fact of the matter is you have to accept the guy just isn't on form at the moment. That's the thing. Uh, but... He plays favorite. He's Pete's playing players that aren't on form. Sterling's not really on form, right? Foden's outplayed him this season. Why is he not starting on the left? Why is Sancho still on the bench? Sancho should be starting, right? Grealish should be starting, right? That 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 you can't. There's there's certain decisions there you can't justify. You really can't. And then they wonder why people are moaning when we're drawing against uh, Scotland and only winning 1-0 against Croatia and Czech Republic. I mean, to be honest, Croatia came. We all liked the first 20 minutes, but what was there after that? Hmm. Nothing. I mean, Brad, I mean, Stephen makes the point that we're not dominating games, but, you know, we we won the league with a lot of 1-0 wins. You know, Arsenal obviously are known, you know, for the, it used to be called Arsenal 1-0. Um, 
does it matter if you dominate a game if you win in i mean what is the you know, the guy has played three games he's not lost any games he, he's not conceded a goal yet um and yes we're not scoring but we top the group what more can the guy do as long as we're winning does it matter on the performance no pure and simple in a tournament basis it does not matter how you get the win I know it's ugly, I know it's boring, and I know it's not everyone's entertainment, but I've never understood it with fans, and, I, and I've got a, a, an accountant of, of West Ham fans, right? Allardyce was their manager, and he played the same sort of football, the hoof ball, the long ball, it was boring, it was ugly to watch, but he got them Europe. And he was still sad, because the owners listened to the fans over everything. And I'm sorry, but if you're one of them people that turns around and says, I would rather us get relegated playing fancy, fancy football than get Europe playing dogged, hard, not u- ugly, ugly in this good and the bad, mm. it's ugly football. And I don't want you ever managing a club. I don't want you being a manager of this country because what, what's Southgate doing wrong? Hasn't conceded a goal. Every other country has. Hasn't lost the game. Got us through top of the group. Um, ask France how how did playing aggressive football work for them? They conceded two goals in, in in six minutes and knocked out on penalties. How did playing aggressive football work for Spain? They got lucky that they had more about them in extra time because they were three one up and cruising. If England go into the last te- the way England are playing their football, if they're one nil up against the Germans, I'm expecting that to be the full time result. I'm telling you that now. The way he has to. Don't care that it's boring. I would rather us play boring, conservative football and win 1-0 because guess what? If you do that all the way through the tournament, you lift it up. You don't go out like Netherlands. You don't go out like France. You don't go out like Portugal. You can play expansive football if you want, but it's only good if it works. Guess what? It's not worked for three of them. I tell you, 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 you're almost describing Leicester's end of the season, there, aren't you? Get one nil up and uh, <laughs> and hold on to it. But we've we've got it's Europe, and and that's that's the point, Stephen, isn't it? Is that you know England? It is all tournament football, of course, and I don't think you can judge any England manager on the qualifying groups because let's be honest with you, you know, uh, all joking aside, you know, Arteta. And all they could get England out of those qualifying groups. Those qualifying groups now are designed. The I mean, I don't even watch them. I've got to be honest with you, because if we can't get out the qualifying groups, pack our bags and go home. So it is all on tournament mm. football, which is different to a thirty-eight game league season. Um, you know what? What apart from the fact that you know we haven't gone and demolished and we haven't produced a t- you know a game where we've won four-three, but what could Southgate? I say, what could more could he have done so far? I get you. Look, I hear your point, and trust me, right? I'd rather play. I I rate George Graham over freaking Arsene Wenger, mm. right? And look at the yeah. football he played. Yeah, well, it was the old. Right? He, he got you the nickname one nil, didn't he? I, yeah, <laughs> I don't mind like playing boring football, winning one nil. But um, even then, defensively, we're not against Scotland. We should have, we should have, we should have conceded two or three. Mm. But it's defensively yeah. vulnerable uh, still at the back. And part of me feels that if we played like we played, it's all like playing um, 
defensive boy football, but you can make it still a great performance defensively. Mm. And I do feel at times we've not been very good defensively. We've been very shaky at the back. Uh, mm. And so if we went up against the Germans, what would they do if we went up and did the same performance at the back? We'd have, we'd have to be time better at the back than playing against Germany today. I'm telling you now, because they'll tell us apart. I mean, what they did to Portugal, they tell that, yes, they went two nut down, mm. but then they tore them apart. So there's a way there's a way of playing boy football, but still be a great performance. And I just what do you England think just not be very good defensively for me? What do you think, Stephen, of the team that he, he chose? Um and I know he's you know he had a lot of injuries. There might have been a couple of Leicester players in there. I'm not sure Pete put here and I brought it up earlier, Selco should start. Do you, you mean, mean Saka or Sancho? You probably mean Sancho. Yeah, uh, just just clarify that because to me, Selco a, a builder's merchant. So, <laughs> although having said that, if if we if we're going to build a defence, then you know maybe yeah. we should get Selco in. You know, uh, it's where the trade go, folks. Uh, other DIY shops, of course, are available. Uh, <laughs> but Stephen, and I come on to you on this point as well in the second round. But Stephen, the squad that he took, could he have taken a better squad? Oh yeah. Why, why is Ward Prowse not in there? Mm. I mean, that that guy, if you give him a free kick outside the box, he puts it in the net. I don't, I don't, and he's played yeah. an absolute brilliant season for... Um, for uh, he's played an absolute brilliant season for... <clears throat> um, Southampton. Who is it? Uh, Southampton, sorry. Um, yes, <laughs> yeah. Jesse, Jesse Lingard, for example. Look yeah. at the, look yeah. at the last half of the season he had. Right, yeah. he would have been an absolute. He probably would have been an asset down the left uh, left hand side. Um, there's, I, I mean, choosing choosing four right backs. Why do you need four right backs? Yes, yeah. I, I mean, mean I think that that's the that's the big question that everybody was asking. I mean, Brad. We kind of just, I think we've had this conversation. I think it was with you that I had that, you know, to my mind, a manager, England manager, knows his formation or should know his formation and he should take the players that fits into that formation. And obviously, we're going to, um, uh, you know, you're going to quote, well, why isn't this player in? He's playing well for my team, etc. But yeah, you know, do we need four right backs? You know, was going into this tournament. Nobody's droppable. Should Kane have, you know, even even gone along on the form that he was producing? The problem is, first of all, and we know it. We, we, we are very proud of doing it. We're never going to be pleased universally in England, no matter what twenty-six man squad he's taken. There'd always be someone we'd argue should be there over this person, and this one doesn't deserve it for this reason and like that, that. So I don't like getting into the politics of who should go and who shouldn't because. It's not my decision. The thing with the right-backs is, I understand it, predominantly we've brought, four, well, we had five right-backs until Alexander got injured. But I think the mm. thing is, is what, what England have always lacked in the quality of is on the left side. To me, they've always lacked it. And we've, we, we, we struggle in the Premier League to go through teams and go, after their first choice left-back, who do they have? And that, that's just... You know, it's a struggle to do. It seems yeah. to be a weakness in England on that side. And what you do with these, some of these right backs, is you actually have right backs that can that are very versatile. 
they can fill in if very necessary on the left. And we've seen it throughout our season, for example, where left and right backs, we've had a Castagne. And I know we're talking different nationalities, but I'm talking the development of a defender through the years, is they've even had to train themselves to be able to fill in a centre-back if needs be. Mm. These tournaments have come back on the tramp season in England. They've had no recovery time for any potential niggles and injuries. They've had to kind of push on with it. We've had Maguire, we've had Henderson, not fit, but taken for the tournament because we know, despite what we think of them as players, they are strongholds in the dressing room, they're leaders on the pitch, they're needed in that dressing room and they're needed on the pitch when mm. fully fit. So that's why they were picked. So, and also the thing is, we handled the group stage the way we should have done. We were conservative, we got the one nils. I, I would argue that had we gone out, which one would you prefer? The seven points that we got by two one nil wins and a nil nil draw, or playing attacking football, which is what Scotland, first of all, were expected from England. They were expecting if we go at them, they're going to go up books and that will leave gaps. Look, mm. look at the games. Look at the games that have just happened over the last couple of days. At one point, when Switzerland were three one down. They were leaving that many gaps. You had more gaps than you would in a in a in a, in a hillbilly's between hillbilly's teeth in the field. They could have, they, they could have had more, you know. I wondered where you were going with that, right? <laughs> I have to think about it for a second. But the point is that they were leaving gaps, they themselves exposed. And at one point before they turned it around, you were thinking, "Oh God, if France get a fourth, they're going to end up getting battered, and they don't deserve it." Obviously, they have to take chances at 3-1, but that was the game position they put themselves in by being so aggressive. Whereas mm. England made sure they got through the group, didn't exhaust themselves in the conditions, taking into account unfortunate events that had happened in the tournament with players. We've seen injuries come a cropper because players are going at it 100, 100 miles per hour and the pull up with hamstring injuries that miss him for a game, they're not in the next round. Um, etc. I think Southgate has now got England into a position where they've got they've got energy in the tank. They've got that back up mm. if it goes the distance, so they won't be as leggy. They're not carrying injuries. They've mm. rotated the team and freshened it up in that midfield. We saw Grealish come in for the last game. Now, if Sancho comes in for this one and gets sixty minutes under his belt, yeah. he's gonna rejuvenate and I think Southgate's actually managing his 26-man squad better. He it's all well good saying on, okay, on, that, yeah, on that point Brad will yeah, at that point, Brad, we'll, let me let me get, hand it over to Stephen. Otherwise, we'll, we'll run out of time on that one answer. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 you want to play 60 minutes with Sancho against the Germans? That's a great game to do against. <laughs> I'd rather do it against like this. Like yeah. this is why the friendlies were so important. But he decided in the friendlies, I'm going to play players that I've not picked because what? Oh, we didn't get a pick in the squad, so you get a chance. It, no, those games were there to make sure he had a starting eleven and a formation there. He didn't use that, and then throughout the tournament, you're seeing him trying different things still in the tournament, and that's why. Because you haven't prepared, and if you don't prepare, if you it's it's the great saying. If you if you don't um um if you don't prepare, you don't prepare, prepare you preparing to fail. I think is the yeah yeah that's what I'm, that's what I'm asking. That's what you were trying to say. But going into the tournament, like you say, um, 
I don't. I mean, I don't think. I'm guessing from what you're saying there, Stephen, that even going into the tournament, you weren't sort of the biggest Southgate fan. But looking at looking at the stats, and I know you know Brad's even Brad's not a, a, a fan of stats, but his actual win percent, you know, I mean, I couldn't believe when I did this that Fabio Capello's got one of the best win percentages as England manager. But yeah, what does that say? But I mean, Southgate sixty three percent. I mean, you know, I love Terry Venables as England manager, forty seven point eight percent win rate. Um, you know, even Steve McLaren got a better win rate than Graham than Terry Venables. You know, Glenn Hoddle, great. You know, sixty point seven. Um, you know, he's got us to. And I, I know, I know every tournament is different. Hang on, Steve McLaren's got a better success rate than freaking Terry Venables. Get out of it. I yeah, I believe that's the second. Yeah, like, he I did. Would like, I would like to see the comparison between the games they managed. Though I think <laughs> I don't like these statistics for that reason. A lot of these managers were in the job a lot shorter. Than yeah, I'm just, yeah, but that's the yeah. percentage, though, isn't it? Yeah, I I've missed a few you, out there, and I could yeah, have put Sam Allardyce. Yeah, you yeah, But I told you before, bring back Allardyce. Um, but I mean, if you yeah i mean sven who you could say and we're coming on to foreign manager a bit in the minute but as a as the manager he got us to three quarter finals in a row which let's be honest with you is damn good really uh gareth has got us fourth place in the world cup Stephen, and third place in the uefa nations league that again you know, you, <laughs> there's only three and two teams that were better than us in those tournaments. I I give you that, but we, I mean, it was Colombia and Sweden. Let's be honest. Here's what say. It was Colombia and Sweden. Let's be honest. It wasn't yeah, but, exactly like it was playing like we're playing today. France, Germany France were only playing Switzerland. You know, you can, yeah, and, and at the end of the day, but, I mean, even the Colombia game, we didn't make it easier for ourselves at all. We didn't make no. it easy at all. And, um, yeah, I mean, when it came to playing Croatia, it got found out. It got found out of how we were playing. Yeah. And we had and opportunities that game, but we didn't take them. Looking at today's game, One thing that's not changed from that game is the Kane still won't square it. <laughs> Sorry. Oh no, yeah, it's it's Kane. Yeah, relying on Kane to square ball or anything. Yeah, yeah. And don't get me on the fact that Kane was the golden boot at the last World Cup because that was a load of uh, uh, um, no, small round cervical things. Brad, today's game is taking all these yeah. right backs. The rumours <laughs> are, and the prediction is that he's actually going to go three at the back. Oh God. With Walker, Stones, yeah. and Maguire. Yeah, and I believe he's probably playing a wing-back system, isn't he? That's the Shaw and Trippier, yeah, down the sides. Yeah. Phillips what? and Rice what? in the middle. What? And Kane and Sterling still with Foden. Still no Grealish, still no Sancho. Oh, I mean, how Kane, can you Kane leave these players well. out, you know? Well, easily, because the squad that he's been putting out got a 7 out of 9 points from the group. That's, that's, that's how you leave them out, they got us out of the group. It's very hard to change. What do we always talk about? Unless when players come back or better players like, oh, there's someone who's echoing that. I can hear 
Um, oh, I can't. Yeah. I can't hear anything. Uh... No, that's bad. That's bad. It's you, Brad. Still here. Still here. Don't change it in size. It's in isn't it? So why would you change a side that's got us through it? Yes, Grealish. You could argue better than Foden. So we like about Sterling is the only sod that's put the ball in the back of the net for England. Mm. So you can't. He can't be doing that bad this tournament if he's the only reason we've got six points out of. Out of two games because he scored goals. I mean, we could have actually got two goals in one game, but Harry Kane still hasn't forgiven Sterling clearly since 2018 because he won't square the to him. Excuse my French, but he, he could have squared the ball to him when he had that chance, didn't he? Kane, but he was selfish. I agree with Stephen. In this tournament, I think Kane shouldn't be starting. I understand why he's been starting, but I'm now at that point where Kane's. A hindrance more than a help for England. We're playing with ten men with Kane now. Simple as that. We're playing with ten men. You I mean, ten men against the Germans. Kane needs to get his finger out his arse and start start doing some events. Right now, he's not offering to England what he's there for. But see, the thing is, I noticed we were all crying out for Grealish, weren't we? For the first two games, crying out for Grealish. Look at his performance he put in in that third game. He was running around everywhere. He was he was the pride of England. He was beating the chest that I want to show Southgate that I'm ready for this tournament. But as we've seen throughout, if he does that in this game and he injects Sancho into it and he injects Grealish into it and it's nil-nil and we're looking to break the Germans down, I want to see that fire in the eyes from the players coming on. And I think you get that. And look at the injury record and the tired legs that players have had for other countries that are absolutely knackered. Considering everything they've all just gone through with a cramped season, I get Stephen's point about, oh, while we were playing Ward Prowse and we weren't taking them friendlies, it was to give these guys a chance to recover. They had no recovery from the off-season. They just played a 38-game season. To then go straight into friendly would have been ridiculous for some of these players. It would have broken them. We'd have been kicking Southgate out had we played Sancho and Grealish and they got injured in the friendlies. I would rather give someone like Ward Prowse a chance to sign and maybe give Southgate something to change at the last second. Then go, but oh, is this not... Take- but Brad, is this Southgate not the same problem that every England manager has? Not just exactly, not just yeah. a Southgate thing, is yeah, it? Exactly. You know, but... Um, everybody. That's the problem. Yeah. I mean, Stephen, going back to... I mean, we all think, you mm. know... T- Terry Venable should have stayed longer than, than he did in the job. But yeah. before that tournament, Euro 96, Sheringham couldn't hit the barn door from two foot. He stuck with him and he suddenly turned around. I mean, if Kane suddenly starts getting a hat-trick against Germany, we're all going to think he's the best thing since sliced bread, aren't we? Well, yeah, of course. But we've how long are we going to wait? Because um, at the minute... I don't want to play 10 men against Germany. And that's what we're going to do if we pick Kane. As simple as that. And we're playing counter-attacking football. And the last thing you want to play is Harry Kane. Right? The guy who couldn't run for a bus. <laughs> he, he certainly doesn't seem to be playing for a move, does he? <laughs> no, he couldn't run for a fucking train, mate. Honestly. <laughs> and you want to play him over Calvert-Lewin who can actually run. I mean, it's counter football, this is. 
It's all about, is it not? I mean, again, I'm I'm older than you guys, and I remember Bobby Robson in um, the World Don't Cup. We got, got him to the semis as well. You know, yeah, he he was. The rumours are that the, the the players went up to him and said, "Look, boss, you know it's not working as it is because he, he he struggled." And England are always slow starters in competitions. And he actually changed it. He had the balls to stand there and actually change things round. And of course, we got on, you know, we got up to the semis again against Germany. You need, do you not, Brad, a manager with the balls that's going to stand there and go, look, yeah, Kane is my top scorer. And Kane may be the one that if he's on the pitch can just nick one when somebody else can't. But you've got to have the balls to make these decisions. Has Southgate got the balls for the job? See, the problem is, yes, you do have to have the balls if you're going to make a decision like that. You also have to do it the right way. We all remember that certain game where Golden Boot won the Jared Lineker was dragged off when the game was nil-nil and he was the one that was firing on all cylinders. I know it's different because Kane right now isn't firing on all cylinders. Oh, but, yes. like you, yeah. but like you said, Chris, if we start today against Germany and he heads one in from the corner in the first five minutes... The thing we do know with Kane from from his time at Spurs and his time on the international circuit is whether whether he's putting 17 past Panama or two against France in a friendly, once he gets that goal, it clicks. It clicks and it clicks and it clicks and it clicks and the goals turn into gold. They come at a rate with Kane. And the thing is, if it's if you just decide off the back of three games to go, right, I'm taking Kane out. Your shit, mate, you're not playing. Right, I'm going to play Dominic Calvert-Lewin, who's not played a minute for us in the tournament and, and, and hasn't got any match time under him. And what happens if Calvert-Lewin has a, a dog crap for 50, 60 minutes? You then go into, what are you going to do? i tell you what you're then going to do. You're then going to have to go, hey, 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 Kane, you know how I said you were crap, mate? Yeah, well, I'm getting shouted at because you should be playing because you actually know where the back of the net is. Can you get... Can, you get on and actually put in performance, he's not going to want to. He's going to be like, well, why should I? You, you took me to the Sharks and fed me to the Sharks. I haven't got the motivation anymore playing for my country. I want to be, but I just don't feel the confidence because you've kicked it out of me. Now you're expecting awesome. to fail your man. Yeah, but on that so one, Stephen... On, hold on, hold on. It's not, it's not so much the fact of Kane's playing poorly. It's the fact that what we're playing... We're playing counter-attacking oh, yeah, football yeah. here. We're not playing like dominating position like we could do in the, in the quarters. We could be playing yeah, Sweden or Ukraine yeah. where we could be dominating the ball. Now, in that game, yeah. you could play Harry Kane again because we're, we're playing a different style of football, right? Against yeah. Germany, though, we need pace and Kane's got no pace. Like, I, yeah, granted, I get my, that, my, but we also don't know if he's going to play counter I could be attached to a good. hospital pump and I got more pace. That's very true. Yeah, but we don't know how, how Gareth Southgate's planning to play the knockout stages. Because in the group stages, we've seen through success of how it's been done, it's better to play cautious. How boring were them first weeks of the Euros? There weren't many entertaining games, were there? There was one nil wins, teams were getting it done, or the expected Spain was smashing Slovakia 5-0. Apart from that, the game's very tight. Maybe Southgate has a different approach. We won't see that until 5 o'clock. He might decide to go a bit more aggressive and play more to Kane's strengths. We don't know until the ball's kicked. If you're right, 
fair enough, then I, I'll switch my side if Southgate's going to play dull, dull as this water against the Germans because it's not going to work for 90 minutes. But we don't know. He might have had a plan where he goes, look, lads, I would rather save, conserve it tactically and frustrate our opponents, get top of the group, keep our levels high so we're not burning out, we're not risking injury, we're doing the clever approach to the groups. You only get one shot in the knockouts. No matter who you play, you only get one shot. You haven't got a chance to recover it against your next opponents. If we play it smart and get through the game, it might not be pretty, but we top Mm. our group, then we go at the Germans or wherever we get with the Portuguese or France. Stephen, let let me ask you this, Stephen, because I seem Mm. to remember, and correct me if I'm wrong here, this may not be a Southgate quote, when he first maybe got the job, but he was going to pick players in form. Yeah, that was him. Now, if you're picking players in form, and I've stood up for Southgate, I'm kind of on the fence and I'm not against Southgate because of his, his record so far. And he has actually picked players that... Past England managers may not have because of the clubs they play for. Um, and, and I know every fan will sit there and go, yeah, but I wanted this player in. Because you do want your own players to, to be in the England squad. Of course you do. Uh, but he has, you know, Phillips from uh, Leeds. Would he have got in under other managers because Leeds are a glamorous club at the moment? But if you're going to play, Stephen, players on form, as he has said, then you can't, I'm sorry, have Kane in there. Sterling... Hmm. I, I'm not Sterling's fa- a Sterling fan at all, and I was very critical of him until he scored. And of course, then he was man of the match for me. But you know that that's different because he, he is the one that scored the two goals. But like you say, Kane is the big worry for him at the moment. And and, and Gareth, you know, if you are going to say these things, stick to them. That's the thing. If you're going to come out of your first sprint, it's like when I'm, um. <laughs> It's like when Arteta came through the door and said he's going to put his foot down, like with Arsenal. And all of a sudden, players are getting away with breaking COVID rules, like, yeah. and God knows what. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Some people, some some managers like to talk the talk, but don't walk the walk. They don't back it. Right? And um, that's where you sort of lose respect for fans, from fans. And yeah. this is probably why there are people that are Southgate out, because you're saying... Oh yeah, you pick a player on form. So why don't you pick Ward Ward Prowse? Why haven't you picked a Jesse Lingard? Why haven't yeah. you picked these players who have bossed it? I mean, Jed, I mean, look, you mean Braddon uh, was on my channel debating about like having Walcott uh, Willock stay at Arsenal, mm-hmm. right? Which turned into a mm-hmm. massive debate. Uh, <laughs> let's put it that way. But anyway, but and I heard his point. It's like. What what Willock but single handedly kept Newcastle in the damn league, right? He's kept him in the damn league. So, like, obviously, it's not it's not going to be England worth for me. He won't going to be in the England squad, but it's a player in form. Mm. But Lingard and War Prowse are players in form. Dean Henderson was injured, right? And we didn't know what he was going to be when he came back. And we still don't know. So yeah. I that's why I sort of lose sort of any sort of respect because I'm saying you said you'd play these players, but you're not. 
you're playing the players that are in the top six or top seven, probably apart from Grealish. Which just yeah, doesn't that. make sense. No, I get it. And I, I'm I'm very strong against the fact that um that Henderson shouldn't be straight back into that squad. But I understand if you take his character and what he does for Liverpool with how he commands and how let's remember whether we whether you rate Jordan Henderson or not, he was thrusted and almost forced upon the captain armband. He, he didn't really have a choice. I'm sure he wanted to eventually become a Liverpool captain, but he was literally told, "Hey, Art, you're Stephen Gerrard now. Take this. You've got to, you know, replicate." But here's the thing on. as well. Another one's like Lewis Dunk. He's had a great season for Brighton, right? Mm. Yep. There's one. No wonder Arsenal's interested in him. Can you, can guys, can you hear me okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, My microphone was playing up. Uh, I'm gonna say Dan from Turf Moor TV, thanks for yeah. Uh, I say my microphone, I I, I knocked the desk and it it sent everything uh, uh, all over the place. I mean, (laughs) now, whether this is the fact that you're a Burnley fan, but you think England would have gone far under Allardyce? I think if we were playing defensive (laughs) football under Southgate, guys, I mean. Quickly on that point, before we move on to my uh, a very quick question, would either of you have seen us getting any further with Allardyce? A yes or no answer? Uh, no. Brad? Well, further than we are now. Yeah. That's his, yeah. I don't know why I Yeah, I think okay. Okay, I mean, I must admit, I um, I wasn't a, a, an Allardyce fan, but like you say, he, you know, his record stands up, you know, against any other England manager, doesn't it? Um, let's ask this question. First of all, then, Stephen, what has Southgate... Is If Southgate beats the Germans, Southgate gets us into the semi-finals. For you, does that um, give him an extension? Does that... Get get you on side and say this is the guy that could take us forward. What what does he have to do for him to be you know be the manager that you want for England? If he beats Germany, he should be in the final. But I look at that draw, yeah. he should be in the final. There's no excuses. You just seen Holland being kicked out, France being kicked out. You've got Italy, Belgium, Portugal, uh, Portugal. Right, so that's mm. either Italy or Belgium, one of them, or no, uh, no, you've got Italy, Belgium, right, and Spain. Sorry, right, yeah. so that's either going to be Italy or Belgium or Spain in the semi, right, or maybe even Switzerland. Then you've got yeah. the final itself. If you can't beat either Czech Republic or Denmark in the semi after beating Sweden or Ukraine in the quarters, you should not be an England manager. Simple as that. You okay. need to be in that final now. Turning no it on his head. Yeah, sorry, Stephen. Turning it on his head then, Brad. If Southgate loses badly to Germany, God help us if it's penalties again. And my heart my heart wouldn't stand that. Um, I'll just say there's one advantage if we do go to penalties against Germany. He's not taking them. <laughs> you beat me to that, damn you! You beat me to that. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it. That's why. <laughs> Anybody know what Pickford's like on penalties? But uh, yeah, I've, I've got heart problem, Gareth. So just remember that, will you? <laughs> but could be worse. Could be David Hale. 
<laughs> if he fails against yeah. Germany, and this is a case of, yeah, when he comes up against the big boys, that is when he struggles. And it's a point that, you know, Stevens made, you know, Belgium, we couldn't get past them twice. Um, was it Holland? I can't remember who it was in the, in the, uh, in the Nations League, whatever it was. Um, and But if he fails against Germany, another big team that he can't do it against, is that then a case of, yeah, we need to start looking? I will join the Southgate out if we get beat by Germany because I'm sorry, Germany are poor. Germany are poor. I know, look, I know they've got world-class talent and I've said this on a few streams with you, haven't I, Chris? I've come out and said that they bottled and came bottom of 2000 in 2018. They were six minutes away from being bottom of this group. They are dreadful. They've got a, they've got a, an arse scratch your finger licker as their manager. And I don't, he's weird. <laughs> I don't understand him. Right. And he somehow thinks that Germany are God's gift to football. They are awful under him as manager. They are awful under they've him. Got manager, they've got a manager that's quite the, the equivalent of the, of a dog. <laughs> He, he, you know, you know what? If you haven't seen SpongeBob, it's like putting Patrick Starr in charge of Germany. I don't know how he does it, but somehow he gets them somewhere because really he's just there, like, oh, I got the talented players. Yeah, and you're still nearly finishing bottom for two tournaments in a row. If we lose to these, we deserve to go out. Hang on, hang on, guy. I'm just ringing my lawyers. <laughs> 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 what are we allowed to say? Are we allowed to say that? If we um, lose to the German bodies, <laughs> it's ridiculous. He, he, he goes out with me. But I agree with Stephen. If we then beat the Germans with the kindness of how the group goes. Oh, Brad, oh. you're, you're breaking up a little bit there, mate. You're Sorry, breaking up. Oh, I, I saw I saw Brad's finger coming towards the camera yeah, then. I'm thinking, like, where's he putting him. that? <laughs> Where is Brad putting his finger? Uh, that is the question. Um, okay, so you, we can see oh, we can see reasons like why he should go. <laughs> we see reasons why he should go. Reasons why he should stay. Let's say if he goes, and this has been my argument: is if he goes, and you know, it doesn't have to be. Um, a, a, an out-of-work manager that would replace him because, of course, it's a national team job. And But who – and, and you're, I'll come to you first, Stephen, because you, you're on sort of in the South, Southgate out branch at the moment. Mm -hmm. If he goes – and I'm going to bring the odds up here for, for the next England manager uh, as of yesterday. Who would you replace him with? I mean, you know, when you're looking at the, the, the top four favourites there – Dean Smith, Sean Dyche, Eddie Howe, and Graham Potter, and Chris Wilder, uh, Frank Lampard. I mean, you, you're down to one, two, three, four, five there, six before you get to somebody that's actually won anything. Um, it's, it's, it doesn't look good, does it? If they're no, the favourites. I'll take going for Arsenal, sir. Would you take him for England? I mean, you know, he, well, he's Chris Wilder is going to go into that dressing room. Chris Wilder is going to go into that dressing room having won nothing and expect these players that have played in, you know, won Champions Leagues and, 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 uh, well, you know, not World Cups, but Champions Leagues and, and FA Cups and Premier Leagues to, I go, yeah, you know what you're talking about. We need about. an English manager as well. English manager or foreign manager still ain't worked. So what's the dip? What's the, what's the point in moment about having an 
English manager because either way it doesn't work. So no, I'm not. I'm well not saying it. in England, so, Matt. I'm not saying an, an English. And I, I, I agree that. Oh, Brad's gone. I agree that. Um, about you know, I, I would prefer an England manager, but you know, it is slim pickings there. Um, when you look at who's available, uh, or who who's you know mm. even an England manager that, that's doing things, um, and foreign managers haven't set the world alight. They've not come in and suddenly got us winning everything, but. Could could Graham Potter really at this point, <coughs> in three weeks' time, take on the England manager's job and make us successful? Why not? I mean, it, we've always said he needs a striker, um, Brighton, and he'll jump Arsenal in the league. Easy. Uh, he plays really good attacking football. And all he needs is a striker. You've seen the amount of chances they create. Right, as as a Brighton side, the only thing lacking is goals. So uh, if you give him the Arsenal England squad, what can he do with that attacking with that attacking football? Oh, behave! We're not about getting Potter's in the manager, are we? I'm just, I'm just seeing what's the problem. I mean, seriously, we've got to go Southgate. What's he done for Brighton? What's he done in his managerial career? I want a guy that's got a reputation, mate. I don't want someone who's had yeah, one season. Yeah, I understand. I understand that. But like, like, people are so obsessed about getting an English manager. Well, if you want an English manager, you ain't going to get one that's won anything, are you? No, I'm not after an English manager. That's the thing. No, I want that's the thing. Like, if, the, 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 if, if there's a foreign manager out there, I'll go for him. Well, let, let, let's have a look, Brad. I mean, it, it, oh. I mean, it is a fair point because I must admit, I do think a, a manager of the national team should be from that country because you, you've got to understand, you know, did did Capello, I mean, I know he got, <laughs> I couldn't believe those stats, but did he really get what England were about? Um, you know, but so we, t- we go past the England managers here. The first foreign manager that's in there is Wenger at 15 to 1. Oh, fuck with, Say what you mean, say what you mean, Stephen. Neville's Phil Neville's in there at 15 to 1, for God's sake. But then you have got, and I will go, right? I will say, yeah, I would prefer an England manager. But if it is to say Arsene Wenger, Jose Mourinho 19 to 1, Conte 14 to 1, um, Pep Guardiola, I know 56 to 1. But these are managers that have actually, they're winners, they know how to win things. And, you know, how often do you see managers, Brad, that come in that can't do it with the big-name players at league level? And as good as, as Potter is, you know, look at look at Moyes. You know, he, you could say he could do it at an Everton, but he couldn't do it at a Man United. Yeah. And, and look, I'm looking at that, that list, and it's all, like you said, it's all well and good saying you want an England manager, right? An Englishman to be an England manager. Dean Smith is only just starting with with Villa. Fair play, doing a good job. But he's only just starting with Villa. He hasn't really achieved anything. All he's done is keep Jack Grealish and they've managed to live off staying up last season. Mm. Eddie Howe's been out of a job since Bournemouth went down, to my knowledge. Hasn't been doing anything. Sean Dyche can handle, you know... Well, Sean Dice, he works up a shoestring budget, doesn't he? So I, I don't. He has got no experience oh, handling the mantra. Yeah, <laughs> he, he hasn't got the mantra of handling players with, with 
with egos, if you could say, or, or, or that. He hasn't got, he, he couldn't coach a Chelsea or an Arsenal or anything back to, 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 towards something. No, I don't. I mean, Frank Lampard, who bottled it with Derby and got sacked from Chelsea, is ahead yeah. of the odds order over with a serial winner in, in, in Antonio Conte. Some people at the bookies need to get their heads out the rear end and have a word on themselves if they're getting better odds on Steven Gerrard, who won the Sunday League Scottish Division. Are you having a laugh with me? <laughs> I, honestly, if you want a manager who's on a roll and who knows how to get a team to play counter-attacking football and get the best out of a squad that's not up there with the best, our manager, Brendan Rodgers, is probably a better shout than half of that list because they've all won sod all. They've all achieved sod all. As far as part of managers go, Antonio Conte hands down gets it for me because he's zero yeah. when he's performed in England. Can we agree on one thing, both? Yeah. Can we both? Can we all three of us agree on one thing? And what? Well, both of you agree what I'm about to say. Please, 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 not Josie Mourinho. Fuck no, definitely no. not. He looks at it too much. Definitely not Jose. I can understand why people don't want Jose. But Antonio yeah. Conte, yeah. he commands respect. He's willing to put the effort in. He's willing to to, to drive them, and he he approaches the game in a way that. Respects it, you know what I mean. Not just the on the pitch, but the way he gets his players to be and act. It's just brilliant. If you're going for a foreign <laughs> manager, you don't want an England manager. I want Antonio Conte there because he knows how to win things, and he's done it in England. Other foreign managers we picked haven't stepped foot in the Premiership to manage. That's why they failed more times. I think that that's that's why I've got to agree with you on that point, Brad. Yeah, I mean Jose Mourinho, I think. You know, he, he's had his moment. His tactics just don't work. And, you know, or his style of management doesn't work anymore. Um, I, <coughs> Conte, yeah, I get, you know, the, if you've won something in England and you know how the England game works, you know how, how it all, all fits together, I'm all for that. I mean, you know, I, <laughs> somebody we haven't mentioned, Box, Alan Pardew. I mean, you know. Oh, fuck. <laughs> No. I think, Box, I think really? you've got your tongue in your... Firmly, firmly planted in your cheek there, Box, I think, you know. Um, but then this is a this is a silly... Brad, what about Brad for England manager? Go on, I'll take it. Go on. He's coming back out of time and he's in the squad. Just on a side point, do you remember, Brad, years ago, we were going... Uh, it was before Ranieri, but we were changing managers quite often. And one day, I think, I think we, it was when we took on Ranieri. And literally every day we tuned in, we were being linked with a different manager. The bookies would, would, would have one favourite on Monday, one on Tuesday, one on Thursday. And I went in and I photoshopped the bookies' odds and I put myself in at 15 to 1. And people go, oh, who's this Chris Forian? Is he any good? And I'm like, seriously, you're actually going for that? So maybe we should start a Get Brad In campaign, a fundraising page. I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll screenshot my football manager record as Bournemouth manager, and I'll see if I get better than <laughs> how. Because I currently have... Oh, I, I currently I, have all I'm going to say is there's no, there's no cheats like dodgy lasagna like, to be able to get you <laughs> Yeah, I can't get <laughs> Can, can I just say can I just say Dan you have to remember as much as you are shouting for this gentleman to be England gaffer 
he did predict that North Macedonia were going to win the Euro. So maybe yeah, his North judgment... Yeah, but North Macedonia beat Germany to get here. They gave me fucking... This is going to go on. I, I have a feeling that, that Southgate will get an extension simply because I don't think the FA personally, I don't think the FA have got the balls to go for a non-English manager again, although Conte, I think, is the one that... I would certainly certainly want to, to get in charge. Wenger, no disrespect um, to you, Stephen, but I think he's had his day as well. And that was proved, yeah, at, yeah, proved at Arsenal. Uh, as good as he was, and I loved him when he came over, and I'd love to watch Arsenal play. But managers have to change their style with the things, the way things are going. Um, <laughs> and Kit, good evening. How the devil are you, sir? Brad will convince North Macedonians yeah. to change their nationality to, to English then. I nearly went and bought a North Macedonia shirt, but it was 40, 40 quid for a joke was too much. Um, it's all, it, it is, it is sort of, it, because of it's Germany, it is a huge game. We're going to say we're never going to sort of be happy with whoever we get as um, as England manager. Let's be honest with you. It, it, it is a poison chalice, isn't it? Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Mm. It's not one of position that you take up with leaps and joys, is it? Unless the pay packet's that good, that might be the only reason you're jumping over it. And even then, sometimes I wouldn't want it. Yeah. Just if you... I'm going to ask you now that if he does go, and I'll come to Stephen first to, to pick, and please don't say Arteta just because you want him out of Arsenal, but if 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 we sacked him tomorrow, who would you approach, approach I'm saying here, to be England manager, Stephen? Allardyce. <laughs> Fuck off, Allardyce. Um... I really want to find a manager, but I can't think of one. Conte? Um, Would you go for Conte? Yeah, I'd, I'd have a look at Conte, see if he wants it. See, yeah. I speak to Ant. Stealing my answers. No, no, hey, hey, I want him at Arsenal, mate, but it ain't going to happen, is yeah. it? No. The Spurs could have had him, so I don't know why you couldn't. No, I know, but, like, the Spurs have got no... The Spurs have got no ball. Got no yeah, yeah. Potocino... Yeah. Brad, or are you going to go Conte as well? Why? Why? Pochettino we... wants to be everybody's best mate, and he showed that by when he lost the dressing room at Spurs. He tried to get them to be all his bestie pal, and didn't actually manage them and motivate. Them why? Why are you it. suggesting a manager who went who cost PSG the title when they were top when he took over? Yeah, uh, I'd want. He is. I'd, he's I'd got top the mentality all over. He's a professional bottler. That guy. Yeah, the only time. The only. The only. How do you know it's like a joke, isn't it? Question How do you stop PSG winning the Farmers League? Answer Hire a Tottenham manager. You know, <laughs> that's how they did it. I would honestly, I've said it. I don't care if he's not English. He's got experience in the Premier League. He's, he's a serial winner. He's got the right mentor for the job, Antonio Conte. If we get rid of Southgate, go for Conte. Get him in if we don't have him in charge. Dan, Mike Bassett for a second stint. Yeah, let's have him uh, back. It worked. Worked with Pearson well, at Leicester. Well, we just and don't we want play. the Mexicans in our group. We don't want the yeah. Mexicans in our group. Let's just, let's just all go for it, guys, because we can play 4-4. Four, four. Fucking two. Yes. 4-4 four, four, fucking two, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> 
we're, we're all actually three of us in agreement on on on, on we would we wouldn't mind Conte in charge. Uh, so we're going to sort of end it on on the fact that we're all agreeing on something, guys. Very quick prediction. Thank you both very much for coming on. But let's have a quick prediction. And I say quick here, Brad. You know I mean it. Uh, a quick prediction for you first, Brad, for today's game. Two 0 England. Oof. Oh. We're not conceded. Oh my life. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> now we ain't conceding two 0 England. Two 0 England for the North Macedonia fan, Stephen. <laughs> do you know what I said? Two one, but I really want to do this now. One all, and we beat them on penalties. Don't, don't go penalties. I mean, don't stop get me wrong. Asking, stop asking people to come on stream, Chris. They're giving you art. Nah, revenge. Nah, revenge. Revenge. I would absolutely look at again. Kevin Keegan I mode here, Keegan. aren't I? I, love I would it. love it. I would it. love it if we could beat them on penalties. Uh, and, um, well, but, as long as we beat them, it just means the Scottish are going to fork out another desperate amount for another kit because they're desperate to see England lose. I'd love to see a Scottishman have to look up like the Czech Republic kit just they have to buy it after yeah, losing to them. English, you know what you're talking, lad. <laughs> well, I tell you what, in the post match show this evening, we have got a half Scottish, half German fan, so that's going to be really fun if we lose, isn't it? You know? well, we got a skirman, we got a skirman, yes, yeah, skirman and Reese, I'm guessing, Reese, I'm guessing that is, you, it is Reese indeed, and uh, uh, hopefully, he stopped cheering the nil nil draw. Um, could it be 5 1 again? Could it be? Who knows? Who knows? Oh, but, no, no, we haven't got Michael Lowen. No, and I, oh, I, I or Emil Heskey, you know, don't yeah, forget, even yeah, Heskey yeah. scored, even Heskey scored. Um, guys, thank you so much. Um, I'd love to do it on penalties, I really would, but I'd, I'd, my heart wouldn't stand it. Stephen, thank you so much for yeah, coming we'll wake on. Up mate. This morning, said that uh, Chris, uh, breaking news on YouTube. Chris was listening to our dive past that of an heart attack, watching penalties. Yeah, if I'm not if I'm not on the show post match, Brad, if I'm late, bear yeah. with me. You know, yeah. you, you'll come live to the camera, and the, and the medics will be there, like on my heart. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Clear. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, as they thanks so much for coming on, mate. Again, give oh, a shout no. out to your great channel and all the hard work you do for the Children's Liver Foundation. Uh, it's SVT TV, and yeah, make sure to like, subscribe. You can become a member today to help join the fight for children's uh, against children's liver disease, uh, children's liver disease for children's liver disease foundation. Uh, we do football, F1, and Arsenal content. But there's one we'll keep saying it's an Arsenal channel. It's more of a football channel, to be honest. It's just there to have a laugh while raising money at the same time. In in fairness, uh, I've obviously seen you a lot this season for the first time, and you do as much non-Arsenal as you do Arsenal. Mm. I think that might be because you're not very good at the moment. But hey, on that point, I will leave it. You know what? Just as you leave, mate, he's just got a fucking hell. Nah, 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 nah. It's free. There's for three years at the top, and then they all think they're biggie big bollocks. Right? <laughs> even even Dan here says, Look how you separate football and Arsenal. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise I'd go insane. <laughs> the thing is, that's, that's that's even coming from a Burnley fan. That's how bad you've got, Stephen. Hey, Stephen, uh, say, 
love it to bits. Good luck with all your charity work. All your details are in the description below on YouTube. Guys, go and give his channel a like. Go and click on those links and, and get donating. Thanks very much, Stephen. And, uh, yeah, come on, England. Here's to the win. Cheers, buddy. Thanks a lot. Cheers. Oh, Brad, what's it going to be? Oh, I, I'm I'm getting nervous already. I'm just trying to keep my, my myself busy, but uh, we're going to do the post match seven fifteen ish. If I don't, if yeah. I'm still alive and don't have a heart attack. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we're talking about an England win. Uh, you know, it just it's going to be a bit difficult if we do all this and uh, England go balls it up Southgate style. That would say it wrong. I'd be starting yeah. the show saying Southgate out, but. You know, at least England can't balls up our predictions because the French did that for us. We was on 100% record till they went and lost to the, to the Swiss. We are doing ever so well in our predictions, you know, for this stage of the tournament. So hopefully you can keep us at least 90% right and win, win and beat the old enemy, as I like to say. I mean, you can't trust the French to do anything right. I've always said no, that, I, you know. I, I did say on stream that they like to give up. We shouldn't go for them. But you guys outvoted me. Scott's fault, personally. I blame Scott. Oh, you blame Scott, he's not here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can blame him. <laughs> hey, Brad, thanks very much, mate. I will see you, like I say, God willing, heart willing, at 7.15. It will be a bit later if it does get like because we were actually going to do this show last night at 10.15, but the yeah. French fucked it up again for us, didn't they, by going to extra time and penalties. And by the time it was over, I was in bed with me, with my sleeping cap and my bovril. You know, it, uh... yeah. <laughs> so... we, will, we will be going live as and when for that. So if England is still playing, obviously we won't be going live because it's pointless trying to do a post-match when they're still kicking the ball away. <laughs> exactly, exactly, mate. Right. And and if you do, if we do go live, Luca, love you to bits, but I wouldn't have you on because you're telling the score before it's even. I had to actually leave Stephen's chat last night because Luca was telling me the score before it was actually the penalty was being taken because my stream was behind. Brad, oh, anyway, yeah. anyway, thanks very much, mate. I will see you post show, whatever time that oh, is, and yeah. uh, let's hope let's hope it's like Leicester. Chelsea in the FA Cup final and we get through. Yeah, yeah, let's hope. Let's hope, mate. Fingers crossed. Cheers, bud. See you after the show. No worries. See you later. Cheers. Thank you. So it's the old enemy this evening. Um Gareth, up and at them. You drink for those fans that remember Dad's army, they don't like it up them. So let's get up and then again, who does? Let's be honest with you. And I've had the old, yeah, you know what I mean. But uh, thanks for joining us. Five o'clock. We are literally two and hours, 25 minutes off kickoff. What's the team going to be? Is Kane going to be in there? Oof. What we need, what we need is this, a team of superheroes. Oh, I love that one. Anyway, see you whatever time it is, about 15 minutes after the final whistle goes. Come on, England. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Some people are on the pitch. They think it's all over. It is now!
come to an end. But the fun doesn't have to stop here. If you have any questions, suggestions or feedback, head over right now to Twitter and Facebook and like, share and get involved. Join us next time. Podcast Network. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.